0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Beats with Kelly Kennedy, where we like to bring you the information that teaches you how your body really works, as well as bringing it to you by naturally oriented therapists, medically enlightened doctors and specialists, who are mostly my incredible friends and colleagues that I am blessed to travel the world around and have been educated and continue to be educated and have a lot of fun as well with what I affectionately call my tribe. And Dr. Joe Carcetti is one of those incredible tribe members that actually worked with true wellness for five years physically in our space. So there's a lot of camaraderie between the two of us as you're certainly going to hear in this episode today. And something that Dr. Carcetti and I are going to talk about is very personal and very intimate. And yet he brings such incredible enlightenment to this incredible subject matter. And I'm looking forward to everybody taking part in listening today and perhaps taking some notes and even reaching out to Dr. Carchetti if this is something that you find yourself dealing with. And what we're talking about is really the health and wellness of the of the vagina and our sexual intimacy as women, which is not a subject matter that we often talk about. And we are so happy to bring this episode to 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 you today. And so please really enjoy listening to this at the end. And I do appreciate all the comments that you sent that you give us. So keep doing that, please, if you feel inclined to and enjoy Dr. Joe Carcetti on today's episodes of The Beats. Welcome to the Beats and I'm not gonna be able to do this one today without laughing, I can already tell you. Because Dr. Joe Carchetti, who is our guest, is one of the doctors that I've actually had the pleasure of working with probably the longest in my career of this biological medicine. Dr. Joe Carchetti he is here in the Pennsylvania area. He's an internist by trade, but he, as he said many years ago when we met him, he went from the dark side to the light side and under, started to understand the energy behind medicine. And he is a brilliant doctor. He's worked in the emergency medicine in this area as well as like I said a family internist and Dr. Carchetti and myself and I and worked together for about five years here at True Wellness and one of the things that we Dr. Carchetti is Italian obviously Carchetti and I am not Italian and so there was a lot of like talking with our hands and a lot of loud conversations in our office and the one resounding thing that Carchetti always said to me was I have never talked about sex more than I bet in your office oh. and he says true. And so I said, it's about three, four weeks ago, I'm in his office getting an IV and I look over in the corner, I go, Dr. Carcetti, what is that? And he goes, oh, that's about female pleasure. And I was like, wait a second, what are you talking about? Let's do a podcast about this. So I know that we're going to have a lot of fun today. And on all honesty, this is a very serious topic. As those of you who know that I know how the body works is the innate intelligence, the healing force inside us can be created when we pleasure ourselves when we have orgasms when we spend time in nature when we eat good organic food, and it is a part of our health to be healthy. With our sex life, with having orgasms, with having intimacy. It's not just about sex, it's about intimacy. And so, Dr. Joe Carchetti, the internist here from the Philadelphia area, please enlighten us as to what you know about this world. And I know you've been working in research and all honesty in this world for quite a bit. So, first of all, thank you for joining the podcast. I'm a little oh. less floral than most with Dr. Carchetti. So, um, but he's the best. Dr. Carchetti is the best. We still send clients to him for IVs, for neural therapies, for general uh support, whether that's, you know, running blood work or lab work or whatever. We still consider him a part of our team even though we are now located in separate businesses and we can't slap each other around with our hands anymore. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast, Dr. Carchetti. Thank oh, you. Thanks for having
1: me. Uh, it's it's an actual pleasure. It's always good to speak to you by the way. We always had this interesting relationship like uh um, we feed off each other, which has always been good throughout these years itself. And you're right about the fact that, you know, in, 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 when I was there with your office, I, I've never spoken more about sex and, and things of that nature when you were around, um, which actually was kind of interesting because I'll be honest with you. When I first started uh, in internal medicine and then I just segued into emergency medicine, you never have the opportunity to speak about things that are of this nature. It's human nature to be kind of wary about talking about sex. Um, and from that perspective, so now I'm in a space, i in, in a really wonderful place where I actually talk a little bit about everything. And I always devote a segment to basically about intimate wellness, whether it be male or female. And this context, intimate wellness for females is very, very important um, because we as uh, individuals, we don't communicate that at all. And it's very interesting now that I'm asking these questions. Questions. I have found a lots and uh, lots of women that have issues that when asked nicely and openly with no judgment at all, they have problems. And I, I go to the point and I ask them actually very interesting. I'm, I've always asked them what gives them joy. That's one thing that uh, um, I introduced to the, the questions and then what they do for themselves. And um, inevitably, one one way or another, when I go down this path, um, I firmly believe now, I I believe before, but I never asked the question, was the fact that intimacy, sex, and the difference between sexes is a very, very important aspect of human adult behavior. It's very, very important because of the fact not only are the acts and um, what transpires very, very um, uh, helpful for the individual, but also biochemically it helps. I mean, we have found that when there is intimacy or even hugging, um, hugging has been known to increase the immune system. Um, Orgasmic responses have been known to increase oxytocin, the love hormone, um, including dopamine, the one that gives us gratification. It's like running a marathon and finishing up and you feel so good about it. It's like on the top of the mountain. Those things of of actual sexual behavior are very, very positive. And that only helps our immune system, especially important now these days because of the COVID issue, but also it helps our, our well-being. We sleep better. We relax better. We are less likely to be irritated. An individual that has a wonderful interaction with their partner, okay, is less likely to yell back. I would like to say the B word, but I didn't. But uh, from that standpoint. And those things are really, really helpful. And by asking these questions to, to my female patients, they relate them to me, this, this, and this. And I say, okay. And we address them to my limitations that I'm able to do it in the office, obviously, because I am not a sex therapist, but I do the introduction and ask the appropriate questions. My job when I speak to people about these things is basically all based upon the biological aspect, the physiological aspect and what we can do to have you return to a normal state, a balanced state, a hemiostatic state. And that's the whole purpose of my approach in these discussions and how, I get to, and how I ask them to get solutions.
0: Well, I think, thank you for that clarity. And I think that one of the things that stood out for me in what you said was the communication is key and that, one of the questions we always ask, and I'm not a sex therapist either, obviously, but I do find and we've always asked, like, what is your joy? Where do you come from? And I found that through the course of 20 years of doing this, there are a lot of women that sit on our table that either, you know, they've had their children and now they have vaginal dryness, so they don't have the libido or they don't have the desire. They find it hard to get out of their minds or they're too tired or they're, and, you know, and, and you're right. It's just not talked about. But I can turn on the television, not that I do, but I know that you can turn on the television and you can see erectile dysfunction ads one after another after another. And, you know, the woman, um, um, Mickey Agarwal, who created the tushy, which is for women, and she created the, um, the bidet, is what it's uh, called the tushy, which, and she also created these. Um, she's from Cornell.
1: Uh, oh, famous Cornell. Cornell.
0: and she she's very famous and she's on mark hyman show all the time and she's created underwear for women and what she found is that in new york city they tried to limit her um, her vision on all the billboards but because nobody wants to talk about peers nobody wants to talk about women having sex or cleaning butts they just want to talk about erectile dysfunction all day long and i think this is one of the major keys is a when Dr. Carcetti and I started working together, it was uncomfortable for him. It was uncomfortable for me to talk about it with this man that I didn't know in front of clients, right? And by the end of four or five years, we became very comfortable to the point, I will never forget it, that he pulled out his prescription pad and wrote a prescription to a client for a gallon of olive oil for her husband to help them have better intimacy with lubrication that was before he had a special lubrication that he taught that he knows about but you know it really translated to this beautiful space as you beautifully put earlier that has allowed an entire segment of people to be addressed by you by a medical professional that when they walk in with whatever ailment they have now this holistic component is also looked at and i honestly don't know a lot of people that talk about this if a handful in the United States, in the medical professionals that aren't specialists in the sex world. Would you disagree with that?
1: No, I wouldn't disagree at all. I mean, we we as human beings are very very um, dismissive of it because it's it's ironic. We as a as a society, um, it, it, it's it's um, if we think about the way human behavior is, when we're born, everyone looks at the genitals. Oh, how cute, how cute. When you're old, when you're eighty or ninety. You don't care, so you let everything hang out, okay? But in between, we as adults, we have a very, very pur- puritanistic society. Even though we have pornography out there, we are very, very pur- puritanistic, and it doesn't get spoken about. And when you get someone, and I'm, as you just said, I'm more comfortable about it now, with no criticism and no and nothing otherwise. That I ask them about it. That um, and people say, well. A number of women says thank you for asking me that because I'm able to address those particular issues and give them some insight and some tools to get to where they need to be. Now, as adults, we don't talk about it because it's a it's a taboo area, but you know once you're 18, it's adult human behavior, um, and yes, it's associated with reproduction, but there's also a lot of other things that are associated with it from a biological standpoint. Um, it's unfortunate that not every society today, um, the mother or someone in the family unit talks to the young lady by saying, listen, you're going to have a period one day, it's going to be this, this, and this, and this. Even today, girls are freaked out. They're in school and blood is going down their legs. It's it's just terrible. And they get, they, they get um, bullied and and and, uh, they get really, really traumatized itself. But once that happens, um, even as adults who have partners or get married, it's still not enough openness to actually ask the question, what do you think? What do you like? What don't you like itself? And that goes for both partners, by the way. It's not about the, the, the actual control issue. It's the fact that we as human beings have an an equal share in trying to help each other and participate with each other. Because the beauty of the intimacy of two human beings, a male and a female, is is actually wondrous. Not only is the fact that it helps create children, but it's also the pleasure aspect of it itself. As I just mentioned, there's a lot of biochemicals going on and and physiology going on itself. So it's very, very important to understand that. Now, most women, Um, I'm hoping, but it's not always the case, in their 20s, I, I will stand, I would like to mention that they really need to know their anatomy, okay? Yes, male anatomy is external, but female anatomy is internal, and whether they're afraid of looking at themselves, yes, they are now with social media, which is not really... The, the, the anatomical correct thing to do, but they, they're educating some women to that aspect to make them understand what wh- where they're coming from. With that specific thing in mind, it's very, very interesting to understand that there is only one human um, organ that we know of in the human species that's specifically designed for pleasure
0: and that's its only function. That is its
1: only Everybody's function.
0: Everybody's calling you right now that's not even a live podcast and they're calling you right now because they want to know what it is.
1: What well, is it? Well, I mean actually no not too many people know about it, but the fact of the matter is the clitoris, okay, is the only anatomical organ in in the human species that's so, solely designed for pleasure itself. Now, there is uh, there are offshoots of the of the nerve roots that connect to the brain when stimulated, that will increase lubrication in the vaginal canal. And that's obviously for intercourse from that perspective. But the fact of the matter is that is the only function. Um, the penis has a, fun, a dual function, but it's not designed for, for pleasure. It's designed for urination, and it's designed for reproduction. It's not designed for that sole purpose. So the females have the unique opportunity to understand this. And this is a wonderful idea. So, oh, wow, I didn't know that. So let's investigate that further. Now, if you really look at the anatomy of the clitoris, it's not that little, as they say, bean or that little head that comes out of the the entrance of the vaginal vaginal area itself. It's actually about six inches long. Hmm. And it actually starts from the beginning and there's two like leaves, one to the left and one to the right that goes along and under the internal, what they call the labia minora. Uh, I- internal, but the most sensitive portion—two uh, to four thousand nerve roots on that little little thing at the size of uh, of um, actually the tip of a pen.
0: A pen, right? Wow. Okay.
1: Now it's, there's a little bit of diversity. Some women have larger, some women have smaller, like men. Some women have bigger, some women have smaller. But the fact of the matter is, there's the same number of innervations there. So with that in mind, those things convey. To the brain, how for lubrication as well as the, the 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 feeling of pleasure itself, and when there is an orgasmic response, it engorges just like the glands penis in the male, and therefore it sends receptors to the brain. Women being very very mental in their intimacy, they have this this feedback loop that they uh, are able to arrive at an orgasmic response. Now you can you can actually say well. What about also the the Grafenberg spot or the G-spot itself? That's, that's a spot in the beginning of the internal upper roof of the vaginal canal, which is reportedly to have other nerve endings, but not as sensitive as the clitoral area. The majority of women will get orgasmic response with stimulation of the clitoris itself. Not as many women with either um, insertion and or stimulation of the graphing burst spot or the G spot itself. So that's a very very important thing to understand. Now all, there's all variations from one woman to another itself. But these things during the reproductive years, during the menstrual years, okay, they are they they work effectively. Women should avail themselves of it. And every woman is different. Um, short of uh, suggesting. Okay, in the early years and say, well, if you don't think you've had an orgasm, go find out what your anatomy is like, stimulate it, and do it in the privacy of yourself. Now, we have found, proven, that if you don't masturbate, it's not good for you. Yeah. Males and female. So masturbation is a positive thing. It's so,
0: It's really good for you to masturbate because it physiologically changes you. And if you don't do it, it's really bad for you.
1: It's detrimental to you. Now, let me be clear here.
0: I'm like, first of all, have you ever heard me so quiet? No, none of you have heard me so quiet because you can see why Dr. Cartwright and I work together. And I'm like elated over here at what he's talking about, the anatomy, everything. But what he just said is so vital. And it's what we've said for years. Not having good relations, not having intimacy, not creating that connection is detrimental to your health.
1: It is, it actually is. And and, and by the way, we're focusing on on the genital urinary system, but when I'm talking about this, I'm talking total body health. I'm talking basically the more relaxed one person is, the less likely they will fall, they will break a bone, the less likely they will get pulled muscles, the less likely they'll sleep better. I mean, all those things are, are, are the entire total body itself. Now, don't get me wrong now, I'm not saying be consumed with one act itself. However, it's very, very beneficial. Some individuals like it more and some like it uh, less. Now, there are ways to actually access those areas, knowing what your anatomy is like and how to stimulate those things. Actually, you told me one, um, that I don't want to um, promote one product over another itself. Because there's a lot of different products out there. But
0: uh, that one, yeah, yeah. That yeah.
1: one we're talking about, but but that's very, very helpful as far as that is concerned. So but um I'm talking
0: about a vibrator that I used to recommend all the time because it replicates a tongue instead of a penis. And so I recommend it to a lot of cl- to a lot of clients. I make no money off of this, I have no kick in the game. I just know as a woman. When I was introduced to it about a decade ago, I go, oh, finally somebody thought about a vibrator with a tongue instead of a penis because of what he said. I knew from my own anatomy from looking at it with a mirror as a child when I was 10 years old, I used to take a mirror and, and look at it. And I'm really psyched that my whole family started listening to my podcast now. Can't wait for them to hear this one. <laughs> <laughs> my uncles, everybody, it's going to be great. But anyway, um, in all honesty, I did start to look at it because I didn't know how it worked and I wanted to understand that. And then many years later, I was like, okay, I mean, I didn't know this physiologically. I just knew it from my own clinical experience that I way orgasmed easier clitorally than I did vaginally. And so I never understood vibrators that looked like penises because that never was the most successful way to do it. When the, the vibrator came out that looked like a tongue, I was like, well, there you go. That makes all the sense in the world. So anyway, total sidetrack. What were you saying, Dr. Carter? No, no, I mean,
1: that's important because that way, in that context alone, understanding the physiological mechanism on how to stimulate the external, the clitoral area itself, these, this specific toy that we're talking about resembles a vibratory type of scenario, which is both most beneficial for most women for most women itself. Um, and it's not a um an in and out or friction type thing, it's more a circular type motion itself. Now, there's a lot of things out there. Now, actually, we've studied this the last 20 years. The actual gynecologist finally has stated, oh my gosh, we think we 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 thought that intravaginal penetration was the way to go. And they found out now in the last 15, 20 years that this organ itself is designed for pleasure. And that's how you go about addressing it and everything else. So that needs to be, um, people need to be feel comfortable of their own, of themselves in that, from that aspect. Um, and you can, you also, you can do it from manually from yourself. So that's in the, we're talking about now the formative years, the the years of the menstrual period, periods happen, people have different periods of self. Um, I also found that in um, from my experience, from having done the uh, the levels of uh, bl- um, hormone levels, that the hormone levels stabilize better with less premenstrual effects like mood disorders or cramping or anything of the sort when there is a a frequency of of of, of intimacy from of that
0: stimulation. From, of stimulation that brought up something I was going to. Ask you about which is exactly that hormonal shifts. Like so many women sit on our table and complain about their hormones. My balance, my hormones aren't balanced. My hormones are balanced, and my next question is, well, when was the last time you had sex? Well, I don't know, months ago. Well, then how are you expecting your hormones to be in balance if you haven't had sex in months, right? And and I firmly believe that that's like. Every once in a while, you need a vitamin D injection or something. Ha ha ha. You need some kind of, anybody get that joke? I, we got it. (laughs) (laughs) Need some, and it doesn't have to be that, obviously, whatever your sexual preferences is what it is. That's fine. It's not about that. It's about getting that release that creates that endorphin hit, right? That, like you said, like when you're running a marathon and you just feel amazing, like let's really talk about what it feels like to have an orgasm. Like when you're done, you're exhausted and energized. You're like happy and elated and almost tearful and crying. You're, your body, your physical body feels gent- like excited and, and wanted burn energy, but like fatigued from the muscles being overstimulated all at the same time. And you're just like a mega mush and you're totally relaxed and literally nothing can stress you out at that very few moments right after having an orgasm there's not much that stresses you out you're truly enthusiastic and the definition of enthusiasm is entheos if you break it up the greek word which means god within meaning that you're now bringing that healing energy inside you and spontaneously creating a huge upregulation of the of not only the endorphins the endobions which is contributing to your immune system which why it helps your immune system is it? It's got to decrease cortisol. Like we're talking about all the up, you know, helping dopamine, helping serotonin, helping oxytocin. Well, then by the nature, it's got to decrease cortisol,
1: well, it does. doesn't it? Absolutely, it does. Yeah. Absolutely, it does. For sure. I mean, so like the
0: um, stress also, hormones and hap- helps with happy hormones.
1: Yes. Yes. It increases REM sleep which is the part of sleep for rejuvenation of your neurotransmitters, of your, of your, all your, your nighttime hormones, your daytime hormones, and including all your neurotransmitters. So cortisol goes down. All those things work in conjunction. Now, you know, life is very, very complex and it, it all they all come into web-like, web-like structures themselves. But this is a, a very, very important component of being an adult and very, very helpful from that, from that standpoint. Our life right now is under a lot of stress because of the COVID. We're under a lot of stress because cabin fever. We're under a lot of stress because we have partners and families and things are happening, whatever. We've been under stress because of the winter. Now the spring's coming along. Things are gonna get better from that perspective. So all these things come into play. And this is one aspect that I think is fairly important that it needs to be addressed. Yes, you can address disease. You can address other factors, but there's also a part of it that needs to be addressed to make sure that we as human beings do the right thing and have a good, healthy, positive sexual life itself. Now, with that in mind, there's also the factor is our sexual history itself also will vary between pregnancy and not the resetting of the hormones. You made a very, very good point. These things vary. Okay. Um, I find out in my practice, if I need to do something like that, never, ever, ever take anything without measuring it. Um, I don't like the idea personally, like, you know, you have going to go see a uh, a gynecologist for a birth control pill, or because you're having hot flashes for whatever reason, and nobody measures anything, you want to know where you're at. I think that's fairly important. And then you can adjust accordingly. Um, We, uh, our society is too much pill oriented and go for something itself. Well, this
0: is, I would like to make a distinction and pat you on the back because that is one of the reasons that you, we work together for so long is because you're not just a doctor, you're a scientist. And there's a big distinction and difference between that. You know, doctors just write, read, memorize. And a lot of doctors, I should say every doctor, a lot of doctors just write, read, memorize. They're more like clerks. You walk in with a symptom, they look in their PDR and go, oh, that symptom, I give you these drugs. That drug didn't work. Give you the next drug. That th-. Whereas you come from a different perspective and scientifically, and you always did that whenever I said you, can we put them on vitamin D, the real vitamin D, D3, like, you know, that you get from needing for your immune system. Um, Not my joke of vitamin D, but you're always the same answer. Always. Well, I don't know. What's the level? Let's check. And I'm like, well, okay, we'll check it. Like, same with thyroid. You're like, Clients walk in and like, okay, Dr. Garcetti, you know, they've been on thyroid medication. Can you just write the script? Can you help them get their next dose? He's like, well, when was the last time their thyroid levels were checked? Because I don't know if it needs to alter it. And one of the things he was keen to and privy to is that we were changing their physiology, handling their silver fillings, moving the lymph, changing their physiology. So that means everything's going to change. And you don't just write a script because you've always been on the same thyroid medication. It might change because you're going to change.
1: That, that's That's absolutely true. Absolutely. It's so true It's that I'm, I'm, at least I'm able, different to other physicians or other practitioners, as you just said, let's prove it. Let's find out. Because right. I have found when somebody tells me the majority, I feel that I'm low in this, and then I wind up doing it afterwards, then I validate them. But when you see something that's validated, it makes you feel better and say, oh, I was right you know, I do feel blah. I think my iron is low or my thyroid is low or whatever it may be from that perspective. Now um, there's also in, in this context that we're talking about hormones. I mean, there's a lot of times that do either due to pregnancy and or our lifestyle choices or bad decisions in, in our choices, whatever our hormones don't act normally as they normally would. And you need to have some type of support. And I, in this context, I'm using male or female in this context. And it's always good to find out where you're at in relation to those type of things themselves. Now, um, I do wanna say that as you go through the active reproductive years and you have a good healthy life, uh, sex life from that perspective, it's also good to find out that while things happen, you get to the point where in nature we get older, okay? And it's inevitable that after 40 or 50 years old, that the active receptors that accept the sex hormones don't react as reliably as they do from before, and you start it starts to settle down, and you start to get um, symptoms or other issues that are not consistent with the way you were previously. A lot of women in this context, um, they they uh, they lubricate very very easily. They get uh, they get aroused very easily. They have no hot flashes. Their skin, hair, and nails are fine. I mean, you don't have to worry anything about that. And all of a sudden, everything changes. Um, and it's not like accepting. One thing I want to say, I don't want any woman out there to accept that's the way it is. It is wrong. Question it. Ask him. You are not abnormal. You are normal. There's more people that are at, are normal that have this than people that don't. So don't just say, well, that's because you're getting old.
0: It's natural that if there's something that your body's missing, that to have symptoms like this, and it's not just the way it's supposed to be because you're old. What he's saying is there's options, there's things you can do, and here's what we can do. So let's talk about it. We're going to talk about the one thing in the corner because I want to. Well, talk yeah, about it. I was going to get. I, I, that's I what I was. The thing a little, in the corner something. that started this whole conversation.
1: So, so uh, with that in mind, um, besides actually asking a person about what their sexuality is like the relationship with their partner, the communication issue and everything else, whatever. Um, We have found that due to the fact that, I'm now gonna give a little bit of science for about a minute here, is the fact that there are receptor, estrogen receptors and progesterone receptors in the body, in the ovaries themselves, and also in the stress gland, the adrenal gland. When these levels start dropping, you don't have the same levels as before, and therefore the body does not react as appropriately. So what happens is that things that are likely to change Skin, hair, and nails won't be developing itself. They the hair falls out, it thins out, the skin, you're not as um, um uh your your skin dries out more quickly, the nails don't grow as well. And also the fact that the musculature is not the same, your libido changes because of the fact that the levels start dropping. Um, and then there's the issue of, of when you get to the point that if you do have some type of intimacy itself, whatever, that you're you're not as receptive to your partner as once before because the cells of the canal don't create as much lubrication as it would otherwise. And it's not that the, the clitoris is less receptive, it's just that that connection between the clitoris and the brain is not as 100% as it used to be and it doesn't react and does what it used to do from before. So you have tissues that are not as optimized. What you were at 20, You're not, you're not the same at 45. So there are things that we can do to support, okay, the, um, for lack of other words, the rejuvenation, okay, of the cells, okay, to make it back. So it works more optimally because women have told me it's not that they're that, yes, it is that they don't have intimacy because it's dry and they don't like it itself. But the fact of the matter is, when they're not having any intimacy and they have uh, the, the, the vagina is dry, it's irritating to them and it's inflammatory and everything else itself. That le- that tells me to do one thing. Now, I was talking many years ago as I spoke to you about olive oil, but we have found now the most natural, wonderful lubricant. Now that's pretty much the greatest in the world is organic, extra virgin coconut oil. Okay, and that. Gets gets it's a very it's a wonderful lubricant it's natural it's healthy and it creates a lubricating scenario in the in the, in actually during intimacy itself for both partners. Now, if there still are cells that are not responding to the estrogen levels because the estrogen goes down, we can give extra good estrogen. Good estrogen is called estriol, and there's a lot of bad estrogens. Bad estrogens are not good. They cause breast cancer. They cause cervical and ovarian. You don't want that. You want the good estrogens, and that will hopefully plump up the cells itself. We we happen to have now, and I've done a lot of research for the last year and a half, a a wonderful red laser product that is um, designed specifically to help rejuvenate the entrance of the vaginal area, including the labia as far as the entrance to replump those cells. So the lubrication comes back with maybe a little bit of help um, uh, of, of, of coconut oil and things of that nature. Now, um, some people can't do coconut, but there's other lubricants out there from that perspective. But, but I think that the most natural one is coconut because it's, it's a, it breaks down easy itself. Um, and uh, the, the this product is really cool because I've, I've given it to women. And, you know, from my practitioner standpoint, when you get a call 30 days later and I and I and I quote, I, I said, holy crap, doctor, you would not believe this. And I say, oh, oh OK, I'm glad. <laughs> and it's like I was able to help one person. And then, and then I'm having like a lot of people come to me now. Now, this this product has a lot of good support. There are um, um, consultations and things you can go on the internet to help you understand. Actually, I'll show it to you for a second. I know what it looks like, okay? But it's designed,
0: and that's why it attracted me because I saw it over in the corner. I said, "Dr. Joe, what the heck is going on? Do you are you selling dildos now? No, I'm not. So it, it, this it's like, is not at all. This but is- it- that's it. So, those that aren't on the video, you need to go look at the video to see what it looks like. Well, it, now, I, if I can turn like this a down. penetratable situation, but it's about light, right? Because it, it is. It is. It's actually
1: it's about, about that.
0: About every single podcast, cells communicate by light.
1: And it's red light, it's healing light. Okay. Um,
0: and the that frequency that actually incites the mitochondria, the ATP, to regenerate the cells and to recuperate the cells.
1: Right, exactly. And, and and this area here, right here, is where the light comes out. And I can not be the dude. When I want to do it, I can't do it. But anyway, um, well, right like here is where, I, 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 and this is not designed as a vibrator, it's designed for this healing light for the area for the cells to heal itself.
0: And okay? so when women use this and they have dryness, it helps regenerate to help and, lubricate.
1: Well, by the way, once, the- you can do it every day if you want to.
0: See how we talk over each other all the time. Do you see why we don't work in the same office?
1: What did you say? No, no. I, I, it's actually, you don't have to do this every day. I mean, you can do this for about a week or two every day and then back off once a week or whatever. And if there's problems or issues on the functioning of it, it's really, really interesting. It's called V-Fit, okay? Um, and you could I, I obviously understand what the V stands for. And basically it's there to recreate the normal um physiology of 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 a woman so we
0: generate that so you know i'm 47 years old i'm not i thought i was going through perimenopause but it's not it's really just i i'm getting i'm bleeding at every single moon new moon full moon i think it's an energetic because i'm starting so many things right now the universe is just like oh yeah you're starting all new kind of things so that's fine Let's say I don't have any issues. This would still benefit me, would
1: it not? Absolutely, would benefit. So sure. you don't want to suck so, from so my B uh, I, twelve? I, I need to be transparent. It just so happens this also vibrates, but that's not the purpose. Okay, no. it's the red light for the healing structure itself. But there are also um, <clears throat> they have forums and they have lectures to help every woman because every woman is different.
0: Well, yeah, and I'm thinking about like after I had Silas, I won't say have a a fallen uterus, but it definitely feels at different times of the month that my uterus is in a a different place than it used to be. And imagine if this is gonna help the communication for inside the vaginal wall, it's gonna help the communication everywhere, right? So like by doing that, it it could help so many things.
1: So what you just described is called pelvic floor dysfunction. And that's due to pregnancy, um, pre- pressure, things of that nature, and and some women it's worse, some women it's okay, but you know all those type of things help. And this is like doing Kegel exercises, turbocharged. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: and it's the light doing the Kegels for you because it's educating the cells. Because yeah. I learned we did a podcast about this I don't know, beginning of last year what, about Kegels and the different types of Kegels that there are. And and who knew I didn't know that there was different type of Kegels till you know you then you know. But this is a way to get your body to have that exercise, if you will, that communication, that nerve regenerated so that it properly then conducts and regulates the way it should so that you can continue have a nice long intimate life full of joy
1: it's called re-education
0: re-education because your
1: body was educated in your 20s 30s and 40s and it kind of lost uh, it lost it a little bit and now you're re-educating it to to be back where you are now that leads as we go further like most people say. Ooh, my grandfather and my grandmother have sex. It is a normal process for anybody of any age as an adult itself. We shouldn't be ashamed of it. And I really hope that if somebody does have a wonderful, healthy, balanced sexual life until their 70s and 80s, okay, that's nothing but good.
0: That we celebrate that, that we celebrate this. Exactly, exactly. Because, you know, I know a lot of people want to know how to find you. And I want everybody to know that even if you're not in Pennsylvania, Dr. Carchetti does a lot of telemedicine and you can consult with him from long distances because I know from doing what I do that this is a, opportunity for people to talk about something they've never talked about and in all honesty I'm very psyched that we had a male doctor come in and talk about this not a female doctor because I think that's great for us to have this communication between the two sexes because it definitely pushes them some envelopes I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people listening to this would be like wow I can't believe it's not a female doctor talking about it 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 crossed my mind earlier like I'm so psyched that it's you and I Dr. Carchetti because it brings that balance in to go there's nothing unusual here there's nothing actually to laugh about there's nothing. This is a natural function that gives us life in every single way. Yes, it creates life. And it also gives us life. It's, it's the source of life is this, this instinct to connect together and create that enthusiastic orgasm that is life-giving, and it gives us health. And we employ each one and encourage each one of you to find out how your body works. If you don't, the anatomy lesson that Dr. Karchetti gave in the beginning, rewind, go look it up on BRMI and get a picture of the anatomy in front of you while he's explaining that, get your mirror out. I swear to goodness, really do this because this is so key. You know, how do you expect somebody else to get you off if you don't know how to get yourself off? Let's, you know, that's not a medical term. That's just Kelly Kennedy speak. But like, it's, it's, we need to know how our bodies work. And if they're not working well, then there's amazing tools out there, like the V fit, right? That's what's called V fit. Right. That can assist you and wonderful, incredible doctors and practitioners like Dr. Carchetti that will help educate you and hold your hand, so to speak, along this path to help you get the result of what you want, which is to have a healthy, natural libido and release that allows you to feel relaxed so that you're not as breakable as he said, right? That was a key to what he said. We're more flexible, the more relaxed we are if we're real stiff and with no release, we're more breakable and more fragile. So we want to be more flexible and this will enhance our immune system. Wow. From our heart to yours, Dr. Carcetti, what else do you want to say to the audience? What what takeaway do you want to give them in regards to this amazing topic? And we have so many topics we could talk about. We're going to bring them back and talk about vitamin C and IVs because... He does them differently than any most people do in the United States. It needs to be discussed as to why that's different. But what do you want to talk to them about? This well, I
1: think the most important thing of everything what we just talked about overall, I implore people to communicate. It's very, very important. We are so shy about it. There's nothing wrong with it. If you have somebody that's non-judgmental, and I I'd, I'd be honest with you, I wasn't judgmental, but I was skittish. And now I've gotten to the point that I can talk about it to support. We're here to support each other. And I'm here to, without judgment, without critique, to help somebody get them where they need to be and to communicate with not only the practitioner, but also the partner themselves to get to where they need to be. And, you know, and in in my office, my whole purpose is to give people tools. Once they have the tools, Okay, for whatever it is, then they can guide their life in a very, very balanced, homeostatic way, and that's what I do. I get them to that, that position where they can use those tools and be happy and healthy. Okay, that's the most important. So, when it all said and done, we need to be happy, healthy, homeostatic. And I always kid around. I don't say this, uh, re- literally, but I just say it just for the concept. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. So you know, enjoy life. Do what you need to do. Okay, and enjoy it. Now we are in difficult times. But even these with these difficult times, we're still able to help be healthy and do what we need to do for ourselves. Communication, communication, communication. That's the, the most important thing I would say. Now, I would I, I would like to mention if anybody wants to contact me, you can yeah. feel free. Um, and my telephone number. There
0: they go. They're calling you now. They're already on the <laughs> phone, ready to reach out. We'll give it all in the show notes too, but it's Jay Carchetti, MD at gmail is email. Um, he has a website, isn't it, lowergwan and functional Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I look it up all the time. I almost know the phone number by heart. Um yeah, lowergwan and functional Or you can abbreviate that lg functional right. And again, we're gonna have all of this in our show notes. And what is, you know. From our heart to yours, which is what the Beats is all about, you know, because you know more than anybody, I love my needles. I love IVs. I love injections. I love, love, love that type of physical medicine. Yet at the same time, we've sh- shifted as you've watched us in the now we've known each other eight years. Silas just turned eight. So Dr. Carchetti and I have known each other for eight and a half years. And in those eight and a half years, we've shifted completely away, not completely, I shouldn't say, but in our physical office, we've sh- shifted away from the physical medicine and really helps people understand that if you relax and you open your heart you know that has more to do with medicine what would be your message if you could give one message out to the world
1: what would it be um but it's i know you got me on a spot here
0: i love putting dr
1: <laughs> what i would you not know, i would say appreciate what you have uh, i have found that we as human beings myself as a practitioner, myself as a male, myself as a family and everything else, whatever. Um, I happened to see a movie the other day, I talked about this gentleman, I forget what it was called, that goes back in time and he's about to, he's about to pass away. And um, his only request was he wanted to go back in time to walk on the beach with his 12 year old son. And it was a, it was a heartening thing that before he passed away, that's what he remembered itself. Appreciate the day. Enjoy the day. Don't be distraught Um, for whatever it's worth. I'm totally against no television, no mass media, no social media. Enjoy your surroundings. Enjoy the food that you eat. The moon that was on last night was a full moon. And if you're into into that into that feel, you can. You could have rejuvenated all your all your, um, all your stones last night itself. I mean, all those types of things, the energy of the world, the energy of yourself is very, very positive. Use that to your benefit and appreciate it at the moment. It is so, so hard to do. It's so easy for me to say, and even I have difficulty with it. It's a way of being mindful. The energy of the universe is there. You just got to use it from what you can and do it to your benefit and be happy and smile, God please smile once a day, tell yourself a joke, whatever, your immune system will benefit from it and you'll be less likely to get disease and live happily ever after.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Carchetti. You know, we truly do love you. You are part of our family and always have been since the day we met you. And that continues. And that was a beautiful sentiment. And I know that if you're looking for Carchetti and he's not in his office, I can guarantee you where he is. If the sun is shining, he's on his bike enjoying, or he's in his kitchen cooking amazing food. <laughs> because those two things he just talked about are truly who he is, and I and I so appreciate your honesty and authenticity about it's a struggle for you and you know it. Every one of us, like we all are human, and we all are, you know, working through our stuff. And but that's the beauty is working. With a team, with a tribe of people working together for a common goal to live a happy, healthy, prosperous life. Go and prosper, as he says. Go and prosper. So, truly, thank you so much again, Dr. Archetti, for your time today. And what an incredible topic. And I'm sure everybody that's listening to this, this resonates with you. Share this because we know this is a topic that's not talked about enough with women in particular and let's get the communication to be enhanced let's get men and women talking about it and change this world and bring up all of our happy hormones and decrease our stress because that's really what it's about truly from our heart to yours with true heart with true love in our hearts dr carcetti and i sign off at the beats this episode and thank you so much all for joining us have a blessed day